the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And I tell you, I was just addressing our television viewers, audience now, radio audience, how you're doing out there. I am so excited about this show today. I'm so excited. The reason I'm so excited about this is because we get an opportunity to learn, understand, grow, and just engulfed love and compassion. Today, we're going to talk about this is Indian country. And I'm not going to give away too much because Michelle is going to tell us a little bit about that uh, right before we bring this absolutely fantastic guest on the show today. So, Michelle, uh, welcome to the show. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited about the show, too. You know, I'm excited about, you know, the guests and the things she's going to talk about, especially the topic of the show. This is Indian country and about a series that is coming up in a, in a couple of months. But um, and she's going to explain all of that and also about, you know, her mission and just the resiliency of Native Americans and just uh, the, the beauty, the beauty and different types of art um, and creators of on, all genres where they can provide, where they do provide to um, us. And like I said, I'm just excited. I can't wait to get started. Wow, you know what? I, I've been following her on Facebook, so I've been watching her journeys the last few days over in Pat, the Pacific. And uh, I tell you, it is so interesting uh, to learn about other cultures mm-hmm. and just like I said, get an understanding of what's going on and also understand the challenges uh, that we all have and try to figure out a way where we can all work together to help resolve some of the challenges uh, that we have in that this great country. So I am so excited. And then Michelle, uh, before I, I get started, if you want to be part of this conversation, if you're checking it out on Facebook, StreamYard, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, it's still coming to you via uh, StreamYard. If, if you want to ask a question, just go to the comment section, type in your questions, and give uh, StreamYard authorization to show your face a book profile, not profile, but just your picture. And uh, you can ask any question you want to. So, Shay, I am ready. Can you please tell us the title and the purpose of today's show? Yes, the title of today's show is This is Indian Country. And the purpose of the show is getting to know entrepreneur, pioneer leader in the Native American tribal culture, 
and chairwoman of Rikon Economic Development Corporation of the Rikon Band of, hope I pronounce this right, Luiseno Indians, Ruth Ann Thorne. And talk about the series, This is Indian Country, and what the series is going to, you know, talk about, is going to discuss what us viewers are going to be able to see in the series and discuss the issues facing Native Americans today. And also, Ruthann will be discussing her mission to elevate the Indian culture in the future, now and in the future. Introduce this great, introduce this great uh, woman, this great leader, pioneer to our, our listening audience and our viewers. Well, I'm not going to be able to do her justice, but here I go. <laughs> Ruth Ann Thorne, passion, vision, dedication, tenacity are traits that keenly describe business leader and executive Ruth Ann Thorne. She's a successful entrepreneur, having created countless business ventures, making a lasting imprint. Thorne not only yields tremendous acclaim in the international art world, but also as one of a handful of female pioneer leaders in the Native American tribal culture. She was a chairwoman of Rikon Economic Development Corporation, the Rikon Band of Luiseno Indians, a role seldom held by female executives. She's featured on the First Nations Experience Network, FNX, the program Art in the City, which she solely created and brought it to the market Broadcasting on NFX, NFX, NFX November 2021 with a goal to bring art, specifically native art, front and center to the nation. There's already a buzz about the program. FNX is the first and only national broadcast television network in the United States exclusively devoted to Native American and world indigenous content accurately illustrating the lives and cultures of Native people around the world that will profile the San Diegan. She donates her time and resources to charities. Mentoring women is one of Ruth Ann's true passions with the goal to help foster and grow up and up and coming female professionals to make an improve as future leaders. She truly believes a voice to elevating the Native American culture and the San Diego business community. Her entrepreneur spirit and tireless work will leave a legacy in the art world and in the land of indigenous people, bringing lasting impact and a voice to Pope. She will discuss This is Indian Country, the series that will premiere in November of this year. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes Ruth Ann Thorne. Ruth Ann, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Well, I'll tell you. I don't know if you'd like to go by Dr. James or Dr. Cooley, but I would have to say Dr. Cooley because you're very cool. And <laughs> I think it's perfect. But, you know, I'm doing fabulous. And you, both of your energy, I mean, I was just like pumped just listening to the intro. <laughs> wow. You know, I can't wait to get this started, but I want to show uh, our viewers a quick, a quick video of what this is it, Indian country is about. And uh, and then we're going to jump off into this because I'm so excited. So here we go. On this northern American continent that we call Turtle Island. Now we are the smallest minority group in the United States. And we're still here and we're taking it back through our creativity in art and culture. Join me as we travel to meet the tribes across Native America. I am Ruth Ann Thorne and this is Indian Country. Wow, you know, I so as you see, I, I can't wait 
to uh, dev off and start asking you some of these questions and and get an opportunity to learn about Indian country uh, and uh, the Native American tribes. Uh, so I want to start off first with you is say, can you tell us a little bit about you and which uh, Native American tribe are you from? Thank you. Well, I'm from the California tribes, which is um, right here in Southern California, about 45 minutes north of the airport and in San Diego. So we are the Rincon Band of Luceno Indians. We have been in the region for um, 23,000 years documented, so a long time. And my family has lived on this land forever, and we've been at the reservation at Rincon for um, since the inception, which was 1845, the reservation was created. So that's my backstory as far as being a Native person, um, but I'm also mixed. So my mother is half Chinese, half Dutch. And my parents met in San Francisco during um, the 60s. So during, you know, the time where my mother was a women's rights activist and my father was a native rights activist. So I've got a lot of rebel blood in me. <laughs> wow. You know, so uh, can, can you tell uh, can you tell us how did your family and community inspire you to grow up to be the person that you are today? Because you are doing so many things. You're leading, you're a pioneer, and uh, you're making things happen. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I, I mean, I think my parents were really young, and it was a difficult time. I think when you have um, interracial marriage, you know, so my mother being half Chinese, half Dutch, that was not looked upon very fondly. And then you combine that with um, a Native background, you know, coming from the reservation, it was not an easy time. And so, you know, the quick version of my story is that things were pretty dysfunctional growing up, even though I had really um, probably some solid elders within the family. So grandparents and aunties. And my parents, you know, are really great people. But I think when you're that young and you're coming from some disadvantaged situations, you pretty much do the best you can with what you have. And so I ended up moving out of the house when I was 14 years old. And I have experienced what it means to be homeless. Um, in order to make a living, I became a drug runner from Tijuana up through the border and went through some very, very tough, difficult times. I don't recommend it for anybody. But, you know, on a side note, people always say, how did you learn so much about business? I said, well, you know, if you want to learn a lot about business, just become a drug dealer. You'll learn things real quick. <laughs> <laughs> There's easier paths, trust me, but that was mine. And so I think learning um, to be resilient is something that is uh, just born of necessity. And it took me a long time to get to a place where I could actually share that story because I felt very ashamed of my background. I mean, I technically have a ninth grade education. and um, But within that, I was able to develop um, multi-million dollar businesses. I went into the art business when I was in my 20s. My mother is an artist and I ended up working at a gallery and I just decided, okay, that's what I want to do. And I became an art dealer and I've been an art dealer for the past, um, as an entrepreneur, 26 years. I had seven art galleries, three in San Diego, one in Las Vegas at the Forum Shops at Caesars, Beverly Hills, Laguna Beach and one in um, Breckenridge, Colorado. So that is really kind of my my professional life. 
And about um, seven years ago, I started um, coming back to the reservation to serve my people, which resulted in becoming um, the head of our economic development corporation. But my passion, you know, really, I mean, I'm a business person, but my passion lies in the arts. Wow. You know, I, I like how you put that in perspective, because I believe that uh, sometimes it takes several different paths before we truly discover who we are. And and a lot of times that uh, our paths is not always glorified. And but we I don't think we should ever be ashamed of that because that's what made us who we are today. And uh, I just been watching a lot of uh, of your videos and when you go out and you meet all of these uh, folks and and you talk about the arts that they are doing. And I tell you, we're going to take a station break, <laughs> but we're going to come back. We're going to pick it up. All right. And okay, you want to be part of this conversation? All you have to do is go to the comments portion of wherever you're watching this at. Type it in. And I'll make sure that Ruth and Thorne get your message. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Pierce, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, and in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. 
Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And I, I am so excited to have this guest on. And you know what I tell you? We just got started. We just got started. Yeah, so uh, I'm so excited to have her on. And um, what I want to do now is I want to talk about this series. This is Indian Country. Learn all that I can. And I want everybody to just sit back, grab a couple of bags of popcorn, because we're getting ready to do this. So, Ruben, can can you tell us uh, what inspired you to uh, come up with a series that doc- document all of the great things that are happening in, in your country. Yeah, so. Well, I feel like um, since I ha- started this show called Art of the City, where I went across the country interviewing very well-known artists that had made an impact on the world living in one place, it led me to interviewing Native artists in Santa Fe. And in that experience, when people started watching it, I found it really interesting that people were asking questions like, um, I didn't realize that there was such a diversity in Indian country. And one of the things that I've been really wanting to focus on is showing the diversity between the tribes. Because first of all, a lot of people don't even know that there were 100 million people on this northern continent. They just have no idea. So that's kind of the beginning of it. And then within that, if you ask someone on the street, you know, what do you think a Native American looks like? They'll say, well, they live in a teepee, they wear uh, moccasins, they probably canoe to work. And although there may be some truths to that, um, just because of tradition, the truth is, is that we are very, very different. So the California Indians are completely different than the Seminole tribes in um, Florida or what you find in the Seneca Nation up in New York. We're very, very different amongst our traditions. So I felt like this is a very good time for us to start showing who we are as Native people. Beyond that, we're incredibly talented. Part of, I think, our culture and many cultures, but I think in Native culture is that we're very talented in very different genres of the art. So we have interesting artwork, uh, basket making, beadwork, but then we also are using technology like computer science to create art. We have um, music from traditional flute playing, drumming, but then we also have amazing hip hop artists and artists that are rappers and um, jazz, all kinds of things a lot of people don't know about. So my heart is to really go into a region. So it's it's part a travel show. So you're going to go see certain regions. Like I just got back from the Pacific Northwest. So you're going to be able to travel through Seattle area, Oregon, coming down the coast, Northern California, and you'll be able to see all of these different people and meet them and learn a little bit of the history. But it's really to bring an upbeat look at who we are today. 
Wow. So uh, in your series, I, I think you primarily used the art. And you just said that you, that you travel from region to region. That means you're going to cover the whole country or just the western side or you just, just going <laughs> to <laughs> There's 537 recognized tribes, federally recognized tribes in the United States. So I've got a lot of content, you know, I've got a lot of places to cover. And what I really love about it is I'm learning things. I'm a native person from a tradition here in California from a long history of tradition. Um, but when I go to the uh, Coast Salish tribes, so I just came back. I'm learning so many amazing things and I'm a little envious because I'm like, man, we didn't get to do those dances, you know, and just some of the things you see there, it's just fascinating. So, so you mentioned uh, the beauty of native American art. What are the different forms? I mean, I, it's so many, I'm talking about, you mentioned dancing just a second ago, painting. Yes. Can, can, can we talk a little bit about that? What is, what are you looking for when, when you're traveling to these places just to discover uh, some of the things that this tribe might be doing or that tribe might be doing. And uh, can you tell our viewers a little bit about that? Yes. Well, in Minnesota, for instance, I went to a, a, a restaurant called Owamani, where there's a chef there. He goes by sous chef. His name is um, Chef um, Sherman. And he is, he just won the James Beard award this year. So, what he's doing is he's taking foods that are pre-colony. So there's no dairy, there's no wheat. Everything that was actually utilized by the native tribes there thousands of years ago, he's using those indigenous ingredients, creating there's a one-year wait to go to Chef Sherman's um, restaurant. So that would be one example. So we're talking about the culinary arts, but we also have uh, tattoo artists that are doing both modern and traditional tribal tattoos. I had a comedian in uh, Seattle that is a transgender comedian. They were incredible and hilarious. So that's an art. So I'm really bringing in lots of creatives. So it's not necessarily like this beautiful painting behind me, but it can be um, visual art. It can also be um, music, um, dance, everything. Everybody's invited to the party. Wow. Tell me about that painting behind you because I can't take my eyes off of it. <laughs> this is a medicine man. This is by a young Dene artist named Jeremy Salazar. I think he's just taken off, but he uh, is one of the artists. I'm actually in my art gallery in Solana Beach, California. So I still have a gallery. <laughs> you know, so uh, we, we touched briefly on uh, this is Indian country. Uh, so I, I want to get back to that because that's the topic that we're talking about primarily. We're going to hit all these other things. Uh, but uh, tell us is that what, what tell us about your series? Uh, how many parts? When, the, when does it start? Uh, what are you actually uh, when you go into a place? Do you already have it scripted out or you just go in and just say, okay, this, I got to talk about this. I, I got to interview these. I, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think the main thing is, is this is really being led by a source bigger than me. And however you want to define that as a native person, I probably would define that as spirit and my ancestors. 
So I really feel like this is being led by something greater than me because it's not just an entertainment piece, which it will be very entertaining, but I think I'm documenting human beings that are here on the planet right now who are making an impact. And these are the original people, you know, the, the bloodline from the original people, including myself, from the, these Americas. And so I feel really honored to be able to go in. So practically, I pick a region, I start making phone calls, I put some feelers out on social media asking for Native creators. It's a little tricky because there's still a lot of generational trauma within the tribes. And so Native people are a little, still a little bit guarded. And so we don't go in with a script we just go. I have a, a, a film crew that goes with me and I make these appointments and we just show up. And I don't even I've never met any of these folks. I haven't had conversations with most of them on the phone. So it takes a minute for for us as Native people to connect on a personal level. And that's really what I want, because the show is about what they're doing. But I think it's equally about who they are as Native people and their stories of their experience um, from the reservation. Some of them are uh, uh, urban natives, or they like to call themselves city Indians. But what I'm really trying to do is capture the essence of the people from wherever they're at, show like what you talk about, the story of resilience, because I feel like every single one of them has that, but also to paint a new picture, because I feel like all of the Native content that I see that's out there is telling the same sad story, you know, about what happened to us, this major genocide, the fact that it's not being taught in the history books accurately, all of that. We as Native people, we know that, and we are never going to forget what happened to our families and to our people not too long ago, but we need to change the script because we cannot change what happened, but what we can change well, I think we kind of lost her a little bit, but this is such an interesting conversation. I think she's back. I'm back. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> my gosh. oh, my gosh. I was on fire. Okay, I'll back it up. I'll back it up. I'll rewind. I was just simply saying that the content that's out there that you normally see is it's kind of painting a sad picture of the history, the fact that, you know, it's not taught in history books accurately, that there was this genocide. And we know that more than anybody as Native people. But what I want to show is that in the midst of all that, we are a resilient people. We're a positive people. We're doing incredible things. And we can't change what happened in the past. And we're not going to forget, but we can change the script in the future. And that's what we're doing. Love what you're talking about because uh, we, we cannot change what happened yesterday. Uh, we can focus in on what's going on today and we can prepare generations for tomorrow by teaching them, by getting a better understanding of what happened in the past. So we won't ever have to go back there. Tell you what, we got to take a station break. <laughs> But we're going to come back. I'm excited. I'm excited. You want to be part of this conversation? I'll tell you. All you have to do is go to the comment section and uh, put your comment in. I see that we just got one popped in. Malcolm, Malcolm, so I will be with you shortly. We're going to take a station where we're going to come back and continue this fantastic conversation with Ruth and Thorne. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. 
There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And I tell you, just having so much fun here and just uh, learning and understanding a lot of things as it relates to uh, Native American, especially the arts. And uh, Ruth Ann is telling us about uh, her vision and all the great people that she is meeting in the different tribes. And she says she got 537 uh, uh, different tribes that she's going to try to get. She's going to try to get all, get to all of them. You know, so uh, it's just so exciting uh, to uh, be listening to this. And uh, I tell you, you, your series is, is going to be on F, FXX. Yes. Uh, how did that come to fruition? Tell us about it. That's amazing. Well, I had um, during COVID, so I had this um, series called Art of the City. And during COVID, I offered my services to do kind of like what you're doing, but not as elaborate, but on a, <laughs> a, sm- a smaller scale. We um, did a Facebook live series for artists. My gallery was shut down for five months and I knew artists were having a really tough time um, with no outlet, no place to show their work. So I decided to start a series um, live streaming and that ended up where um, Indian Market, for those of you who have never been to Indian Market, you should go this year. So that's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Indian Market has been going on for 100 years. This is a 100-year centennial. So this is a little commercial for them. But during COVID, they asked me to go ahead and do a live streaming show. So I had all these native creators on my show live streaming three times a week. And 
FNX uh, caught some of those shows and they contacted me and said, you know, would could we stream your art of the city? I said, absolutely. So that's how it started. And then last year, uh, 2021, it opened back up Indian Market in Santa Fe. And just for those who don't know, Indian Market is the largest art show for Native Americans in the country. And some of those Native people live in very remote places. So literally 80% of their entire annual income, yearly income, is had at Indian Market with the sales they do. And so it was really crucial that there was still exposure. So last year, I did a new piece going through the booths and just capturing interviews. And FNX liked it so much, they said, why don't you do a new series and just focus on Indian country? I said, great idea. So that's how uh, This is Indian Country began. Wow. So uh, what are some of the uh, great uh, places have you been filming so far and where are you going next? What's what's next on on the on the journey? So I've been in Minnesota. I started it off in Minnesota because there was a big fashion show. Yes. Minnesota. We, we keep losing it for a second or so. Can you we got, I, I got you back now. <laughs> I'm not going to move. I feel like the old days where you had to have that uh, clothes hanger. I feel like I need that for my internet system here. But anyway, um, so I went to Minnesota and I was excited to cover a fashion show. And one of the reasons I went was there was a model there, Kiwana Rose Chasing Horse, which is the very first model to adorn as a Native woman the cover of Vogue magazine. It's kind of a breakout for us as Native people, because when I was a kid, I never saw a Native model in any capacity at all. So I didn't really have any role models to look up to as Native women. And so, you know, seeing this young 19-year-old and being able to interview her was a really big deal. So I've been to Minnesota, and then we started the series, uh, the 12-episode series. So that was kind of our first stop, but really the series is going to be West Coast Natives. So we started in Seattle. We have um, filmed Seattle, two of the tribes on the reservations, in Seattle, Muckleshoot, um, uh, Suquamish tribe. And now we're heading to uh, Northern California. So we're going to kind of work our way down to the coast, to my neck of the woods here in Luceno, Kumeyaay, Chumash territory. So we'll be back here. So the first 12 episode series will be all, you'll meet all of the West Coast Indians from the tip of uh, Seattle all the way down, or Washington, all the way down to Baja, basically. Wow, sounds fascinating, sounds fascinating. You know, so what are some of the issues that uh, are issues facing Native Americans today, and why is it so important to show this on the show? I think there's a lot of, um, there. obviously, generational trauma is something that we're trying to uh, recover completely from. You know, when you think it is only been less than 300 total years, but really in the last 150 years, we have been, um, our society has been completely eradicated in the sense that our culture has been stripped from us. Some tribes have done a better job of hanging on to their culture, but I think across the entire what we call Turtle Island, we've all, we're all still struggling to keep our language to keep our traditions and to, to understand who we are as Native people. You know, a lot of people wonder, why is that so important? You know, because 
you're Americans now, you live in America. And what I like to share with people is that we, we um, really are an occupied country. And a lot of people don't think about the fact that we were a regular group of people just like any other country, buying and selling, fighting with each other, loving each other, just like any other country. And then we had a group of people overtake us. So it's a little bit different when you come from that perspective that you've had a country for many, many years, and it's only been a short amount of time that it's no longer yours in entirety. So the reservations have been set up so that we could maintain our culture, but those reservations were not really primetime land. So a lot of the issues we're facing is how do we identify ourselves now being in the United States of America, but recognizing that we are the first people here? And there's a lot of layers to that. And we want to be able to recover from that in a way that we we don't identify ourselves as victims. And I think that's a really important thing for for all people. And um, a lot another thing is is that just this understanding. People always say, "Well, Native people aren't maybe they're not that friendly." I say, "We're the friendliest people. We invited everybody over for turkey dinner, and that's what got us in this mess." <laughs> I kind of like how you said that. <laughs> were were there any uh, challenges making this documentary that uh, you had to overcome prior to uh, actually getting it uh, getting it started and getting it to fruition? Yeah, there are definitely challenges. I think the main challenge is it's very hard to get into a reservation, even as a card carrying native. Um, you know, people are you know especially because think about it. You know, I'm a I'm a California native. And so sometimes people might feel like I'm going into a tribe to somehow utilize those interviews in a way that wouldn't be honoring to the people there or honoring to our ancestors. And so it takes them a a minute probably for me to warm to for them to trust me would be a good word, even though they know I'm from a reservation myself. That has been a little bit of a challenge. But I think once I tell them who I am and my backstory, that pretty much they understand, okay, I'm not trying to do something to profit off of this. Um, I'm, you know, I'm the one who is financing this at this time, whether it goes, it gets picked up, you know, by the travel channel or somebody else. That's not the reason I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I feel like it's a very important thing to interview the creators that are here now. And also some of the people I'm interviewing will never have an interview in their lifetime. They're in a remote location. And so this acts as a document forever for people to have reference and be able to say, oh, I know, let's see who was living in this place as a Native person, because we're diminishing in number. We're not growing. We're not, there's not a whole lot of us that are marrying other Natives. So our bloodline is getting smaller and smaller, and that's a big problem right now for us. Wow. You know, so we probably got about uh, 60 seconds before the break. But um, tell us about some of the interesting people from all over the Indian country that you have met uh, and the diverse cultures. I mean, so uh, trying to get an understanding of their culture, they're trying to get an understanding of yours. Can you talk about 45 seconds before the break before 
I'll make it quick, but I would say um, I met a gentleman in Warm Springs, Oregon. Um, he's a flute player, James Greeley. You can look him up. And uh, just probably the one of the most incredible flute players, self-taught. Um, he's won uh, two NAMIs, which is like a native Grammy. And he is just like a standout person. You can see that person. And then I've also met some really highly educated. I met a gal in uh, Seattle who's running an art center. She's also into art herself. She was running for mayor and almost made it in Seattle, the, the mayor of Seattle. So there's a real diversity. And also I'm, um, I've got some really big names lined up in Indian country coming up. So it's going to show everybody from grandma who's making traditional quilts to a superstar rock star who happens to be native. Wow. Wow. You, you're teasing us right now. You're teasing us. <laughs> but I'm loving it. You know, we've got to take a station. Break. Okay. And if you want to record this great conversation, I tell you, when we come back from the break, go to your comments. Just type it in and I'll make sure that we fan gets get your question and we get you a great answer. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Kulu. We will be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And I tell you, uh, learning so much uh, from this young lady. And I'm going to be following it around, whether it's on FX, wherever it's at, because it's all about a thirst for knowledge. It's all about understanding other cultures. It's all 
about understanding each other. And uh, that's one of the things that she is doing. Hey, Todd, I, I know you're listening. I know you're watching this, man. What, what, what you got to say so far? Oh, the great show, James. You always come with great guests, and this is really interesting, some kind of a part of culture that I'm not aware of. So I'm, I'm learning a lot. And so I, I tell you what, Todd, that's why our listeners and our viewers, we have to bring guests like Ruth Ann here to educate us or to wake us up or to make us alert or what's going on. And uh, a lot of people just stay in their own culture. They don't want to step out. They don't want to learn anything else about it. Anyone else. But we got to share this great earth together. So we have to know about each other. Uh, good, bad, endeavor. We have to learn from each other so we can help each other out. I agree. You know, so, uh, you know, so Rufan, now uh, you have mentioned uh, in, in a couple of your, your films that I have seen that you want to elevate this mission so you can bring awareness uh, to the whole world. So everybody will understand uh, some of the issues, the challenges uh, that uh, the Native Americans uh, endure and how we can help make it better. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I think one of the main um, things that we face as Native people is that there is this idea that we are given everything by the government, which is not true. You know, I will talk to somebody who, you know, really wants to learn more about our culture. And one of the first things that always comes up is, oh, you're, you know, if you, you're an enrolled member of a tribe, you get free education, you get free health care, you get all of these things free. And I will, I'm the first one to tell you here, there is nothing um, further from the truth. We do not get those things handed to us. We do have the opportunity to have a few of those items, but that's if you're close enough to actually take advantage of that. So if you're in a city, you might have Indian health, um, that you can go to the clinic and those types of things. But if you're um, Navajo or Diné or you're 200 miles outside of a city, you're probably loading up water on a weekly basis. You get these big water tanks and you have to go in and get water. You don't have electricity. You don't have hot and cold running water, or indoor plumbing. That is the reality of today. So things, when we have the opportunity, like when we do gaming, our tribe has a casino. A lot of people think, oh, those Indians are getting real rich off of their casinos. And there are some that are. But what, what that casino dollar allows is for the first time to have a police department to have a fire department. When I was a kid growing up, if there was a fire and we're in fire country, you called your neighbors to get out their fire hoses because the neighboring cities did not have jurisdiction, nor did they have the funding to come in and fight a fire on the reservation. It was up to us. So now we have the ability to have our own fire trucks, to have our own infrastructure, our own health clinic, to have a government center, to have things for the kids, programs. So gaming allows us to do things that we never had the opportunity. Beyond that, I think our tribe at Rincon, we just hit the billion dollar mark that we have given a billion dollars to neighboring cities for their police department, fire department, city infrastructure, and then also for scholarships for kids. So, you know, we talk about being generous and giving. That is how we do that. So protecting our ability to do things like gaming or protecting our water rights, those are things that are very dear to Native people. 
And I mean, the list goes on and on. And every region has their own little battles that they're dealing with. But when people really research what we've come from, we haven't really had a lot of opportunities if we wanted to remain Native people. Wow. You, you, you just mentioned something. Uh, you mentioned Rincom a couple of times. Uh, can you tell uh, Can you tell us and tell our viewers, what is, as a chairwoman, what is your role and what are some of the things that you're doing? Because I know you're making a lot of this happen, you know what I mean, about being a chairperson. Can you tell us uh, your role in this and and how, how you go about guiding and working with the other uh, members of, of the board to make sure that they are continuously generating funds so that they can have their own fire trucks and police department, all of these other things. Can you talk okay, about that? So little disclaimer here. I have been the chair of the Rincon Economic Development Corporation for, for the past four years. I served on the board for a total of seven. Recently, because of this project, I did resign from my position. And the reason I did that is because my heart really lies. I love to run business and economic development is all about business, my, but my heart really resides in the arts. And I feel like art is a way that you touch people from all different backgrounds um, without being political or being adverse. Everybody can look at creation and they can all, everybody can take it in. So everybody's welcome to take that in. But when I was overseeing economic development, this has only been a month ago that I'm no longer doing that. We built businesses um, that would provide jobs for tribal members, but also would allow for industry to happen so that we were diversified from gaming. Really, though, where the, where the heavy lifting comes is with our tribal government. And so our, our, our tribal chairman, Chairman Bo Mazzetti, is an incredible leader not only for our tribe, but he is the chairman of all of the chairmen in California. So he's the chairman of the chairman's, um, I think it's the chairman's association. But we are so fortunate to have him as the leader of our tribe because he has affected massive amounts of change for our people and all of the Luceno people in the region there. Uh, we got a question from uh, Malcolm Cersei. His question is: Have you quest? Have you quest? Have your quest been to? I don't know what that word is, but talking about the Oklahoma Indians and had because he had the pleasure of visiting the, the Indian city in, in 1979, and you see what it is. So Oklahoma is definitely on my hit list. I haven't. We haven't been able to get that far because we're traveling. But it's definitely a place I'm very interested in. I, I think uh, Oklahoma has such a rich history in Indian country. I mean, the whole place does. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you say, oh, my gosh, the rich history is in, you know, where we're watching uh, Yellowstone right now. Right. Because everybody's into that. And they're like, oh, are you going to go to Montana? I'm like, absolutely. You know, but every single state, which was not states, was just one piece of land, had 100 million people. So there's stories everywhere. But to answer your question, Oklahoma, yes, I'm going there. Yeah. One of the most important things that uh, I, I read in your bio is that you have a passion for mentoring women uh, who you see as going to become future leaders of tomorrow. And my program is like that, too. Yeah, we prepare our today's youth to be our future leaders of tomorrow. Can you uh, tell us about some of the organizations or projects you participated in and mentoring these women? Absolutely. Well, I think one of the things that's really dear to my heart is um, the missing and murdered Indigenous women issues. 
So I'm involved. So I have a little store besides my gallery here in Solana Beach. I opened up a second store called Native Beauty, and it's devoted to Native women who are creating all kinds of things, um, any, everything from handmade soaps to bath salts, beaded jewelry, silver, artwork. I have my own skincare line called Native Beauty. But within that, we have a lot of um, mentoring sessions to help women learn how to do a better job of bringing their product to market. And within that, a certain portion of our proceeds from that store going to goes to the missing and murdered Indigenous women. Um, there's several different foundations that we donate to. If you're, you're not aware of that, um, Native women have a much higher chance of being murdered than any other minority group here in the United States. A big reason for that is because we don't have the protection. You've got tribes that don't have the infrastructure. Because keep in mind that if there is a murder or somebody goes missing on a um, federal tribe that doesn't have their own police department or they don't have relationships with neighboring police, they, nobody has um, jurisdiction to go on to that land. So it could be a very long process before anybody ever goes looking for these people. So it creates an environment that if you have predators, they know that. And so those are the places they go to, unfortunately, um, you know, find their victims. So that that's one of the things. But the other thing is, is that I bring in a lot of interns so this uh, last uh, spring break, I had four interns in my gallery and two at Native Beauty. And so that gives me the ability to help them understand if they want to be in the art world or they want to be an entrepreneur, the hands-on day-to-day of actually how to run a business. Wow. We're down to probably about the last two minutes. So what's the okay. question that, that we, we got to answer these quickly because you are a fantastic interview. <laughs> uh, How can our audience contact you if they want to know more about uh, the things that you're doing, uh, your products, et cetera? Sure. Well, I think that one of the things is if you know any Native creators, I want to find them. So I'm asking everybody out there, if you know somebody who's Native American, who's doing some creation, it it could be, you know, all kinds of things. um, Have them contact me through my Facebook page which is Art of the City TV, and you can find me there and just uh, follow and direct message me. I also have a YouTube channel if you want to see some of the past productions that we've done. Um, This, you know, not this is Indian country, but Art of the City. So that, again, is Art of the City TV on YouTube. Um, Those are the main ones. Same thing with Instagram. But, you know, direct message me. And I think it's just really great, too, to have... I really want to have this conversation. I'm creating this content, not necessarily for Native people, even though I think we're going to be very interested in our neighbors, but I think for everyone to understand who we are today, because a lot of people have the old story about basically how we got screwed over. And we know that, and we did. But you know what? We we are still the same people that we've always been. And one of the things I know about Native Americans is that we're generous and we are always giving back to the planet, back to the earth, back to other people, because we have always in our creation story, we know that we're just part of one creation. 
we're not the only people here. We're just part of a bigger family that goes throughout the entire globe. Part of that thing. So we're, we're out of time right now. But if you had to sum this up in one word, what would you sum uh, this is Indian country up real quickly? One, one, one or two words. Resilience. Love it. Love it. I want to thank you for taking the time to come on this show. I, I'm, I'll have to reach back out to you peeps again. I'm loving it. And I'm going to follow your series. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank my beautiful wife, who's also my co-host, uh, who always does all the heavy lifting. i like to thank my great, great producer, Todd Pirate. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's doing it. Uh, most importantly, I'd like to thank our viewers and our listeners for always taking the time to tune in. We're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great show. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cooley. Thanks for joining us for The James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.